In this episode of Man vs. Marriage, where we suck. Unscripted. The podcast. How good do you want your life to be? It's truly about becoming the best version of yourself that's possible. Man versus Marriage. Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Man versus Marriage. It is I, the Q Diggity Dog. It always makes me laugh when I do that. Yeah. I love I love the Q Dog, of course, but when the Diggity Dog and when I hit listen to it, it's epic. Makes me laugh. I, I like you, Quincy Moran. I like you too, buddy. Anyway, <laughs> I am in the physical junkie studios. With my lovely wife, Jeannie Moran. Hello. And producer Ashley. And here we go. In this episode, we are going to talk about just because you have a podcast doesn't mean you don't have any problems in your marriage. And uh, to say it very eloquently, here's a couple of places where we just suck. (laughs) And uh, all that talk about coaching and the previous episodes and getting better, it's probably going to lead to us need to get some coaching when it comes to a few of these conversations. Maybe some of them we can work through, but one, I'll just start off with the one that we have struggled with for 22, maybe more than 22 years, because it we kind of had a rough go in some places before... We got married. Yeah, planning for the wedding and saving money. Yeah, money has always been an issue for us. This is one of those we don't think like each other moments. (laughs) Oh, Lord, we sure don't. She thinks all wrong, and I think all right, and that is the problem. She will not walk across the line to the right side of thinking when it comes to money. Is that pretty much it? No, no. I, I think there's a gray matter there that we just haven't come to agreement with where it should be. So we, uh, we struggled there. We could both stand to loosen the grip on some of the financial philosophy that we have. Um, because like I've said in previous episodes, I'm a very forward thinking individual. I'm looking one, two, five, ten 10 years down the road to see if, what we're saying and doing is going to get us to where we want to go. Um, and your financial philosophy is a lot different than mine. I kind of live in the moment when it comes to finances. I'm very impulsive. Yeah. I'm, I'm an emotional shopper, I think, is what I've discovered. I think I discovered the same. So, yeah, it's it's a bad thing. But at the same time... We don't see eye to eye on credit. We don't see eye to eye on a lot of things. Now, I don't take from, like, I don't say, let's not pay the the mortgage and let's go do this instead. It's not like that. Um, but I do, yeah, I do have a money problem. <laughs> I don't deny that fact. But we also, it, it's hard in how we see things because this past week we had a pretty heated conversation and it wasn't meant to be a heated conversation. It just kind of went that way. Um, 
We're looking at helping the kids start the Etsy business. I'm doing coaching with my book. We're doing coaching and things with um, man versus marriage. Obviously, these things are not free. It's an investment in ourselves and our family. Um, we do have savings that we could use for this, but that money was allotted for other things for the house and for other things we needed to do. And so my thought, me being me, okay, he works long hours every single day. He makes, he makes the money. I get paid for other things, but, um, I guess I don't really look at it as I have a job because it's my every day. And so, I started looking around, I researched Etsy, I researched Amazon, I researched, you know, what is it going to cost me to do these two businesses and how much am I going to have to pay these two entities? How much am I going to get paid or how long is it going to take to get money back once these things are done? And I really, really want this coach scenario to happen because it's been a huge eye opener for me and it's a game changer for both of us, for both entities that we're working on in the process my thinking, okay, Quincy does not think like me. I went online and I found out my credit score is looking really good. I qualify for um, a small loan by myself without him on it. And um, I we each get an allowance every month and the loan payment would have been my allowance. And just to pause you there, you do realize that you're not supposed to be doing any of that right now because we're refinancing. I haven't, I did not, I did not have them run my credit. Okay. I did not apply for anything. These were simply offers that came through because my credit karma had told me where my scores were. And I know they're about 20 points difference, but, um, my scores are actually the two main ones are actually pretty high, even with a 20 point possible difference. (laughs) But what it came back at was, um, None of that matters to me. It, it matters to you. It doesn't matter to me. But it, it also matters to the people that lend you the money. I understand that. But here's what I'm saying. I My thought was we were going to change the plan on that savings and use it for all of the coaching and getting these two businesses and the Etsy thing going so that the kids can start going after their dream. You and I can start going after ours or continue going after ours. Mm-hmm. And... I started feeling guilty because we the house still needs these things because those are for everybody. And it ups the value of the house, which is something that we're discussing, making changes and starting to put a little more um, TLC into the house so that in the next four years, as we when we get that moment that says, okay, now is the time to go, it's ready and the value is there. Uh, so I was feeling guilty. I don't know why I felt guilty. I cannot explain to you where this thought process that day was an emotional day that came out of nowhere and it was a day from hell. I don't know how it happened. Yeah. And I had a pretty rotten day myself. So that probably led to the argument and just made it worse because we were both already kind of in a crap. Quincy scenario. Moran philosophy. Timing is everything. That was my fault because I had been sitting on it for two days. I had been researching the um, Amazon and the Etsy, and I had been researching the coaching and then I had the coaching call, but I'm very, um, protective about giving out anything on my books or anything that is that personal to me. So I was doing background checks. I was checking the, the person's credentials. I was looking to see who she works with authors that I've seen her with. I was researching for two days Mm -hmm. and the more I did, the more I felt like, Everybody deserves to have the house fixed up and the equity in the house brought up so that this is something that we're all aiming for. 
what I was not looking at, which he was, is tax time is only a few months later. So we'll get it back. I, I can't guarantee that because I don't know what tax time is going to look like with all these stupid stimulus and all these things they keep throwing at us and how I, I'm just, I'm honest to God, I'm just waiting for the government to go, okay, well, we gave it to you for a little while, but now you got to pay it back. And that scares the crap out of me. But I thought, take out a little loan. It's in my name. It's not going to affect your credit because he's, he's a stickler about his credit report and having things go against his credit. And I understand that. So I was going to do it against mine. It's me. And then my own allowance money would make the payment. It's my money. It's going towards my debt. He has a valid point though. I have a spending problem. So his concern was I'm going to get this loan. I'm going to spend it on these things, but then I'm going to notice these 10 other things that I need. And I'm probably going to end up buying those too. Or, Hey, Christmas is coming. And wouldn't it be great if I spend it on Christmas? That is my tendency. I'm not even going to BS my way through that. That is my tendency. But that was not my thought process. I honestly had it broken down by what I was researching. This much goes to coaching. This much goes with the um, the book covers. This much goes towards book two that's going to need editing because that's a whole nother coaching cost. Then there's going to be that book cover. This goes to the launch party. This goes to the Etsy stuff. This goes to the Amazon stuff. I had it broken down, but our conversation just didn't quite get to that point yet because we were still arguing over the loan. Yeah. And just where our two uh, philosophies and money divide, A, um, you used to handle the money for the family. And it was unreasonable because you already have a large enough burden anyway. Well, and at the time when we had financial issues, we weren't making enough money. We had a lot of bill collectors and debt collectors. Yes. And people are mean. Don't be an a-hole when you call me about money. It's not like I'm trying not to pay you. We didn't have money. We needed food. Yeah. And uh, so when you talk about it, you know, you've gone into more detail than I ever considered we'd go into. So thank you for being open. And this is for you, listener, viewer. You said unscripted. Yeah. Well, and I'm, it's a discovery. So Welcome to Discovery. <laughs> <laughs> Decisions have been made. Um, look at that. Score one for the Q-Dog. Um, with your philosophy on, you know, let's, let's have you take out a loan. Ultimately, I own your credit score and you own, you own mine because we're in this together. And the plans that we have, it's going to take both of us having a very solid credit score when it comes to building a home and getting a construction loan, etc. And this is me looking forward down the road to say, Ooh, I've been on this merry-go-round before. And just because they, it's like this, they offer you say it's, this is not the figure, but they offer you a $5,000 loan, right? Well, they get three to 5% or more of that. And guess what? That comes right off the top of the loan. Mm -hmm. So now when you think you're getting 5,000, you're getting more like 3,800. And then you're paying interest on the money that they got. They took it from you, even though they loaned it to you. And then it's 13% interest or, or whatever it is. That's always pre-qual. That's a, that's a low, that's like leasing. It's the low hanging fruit to get you in the door. Mm -hmm. And then the interest rate always goes up from there. So my philosophy is build your savings, build your net worth, 
build your cash. And if you need to take a loan, take it from yourself and pay yourself back. But see, we always end up not paying ourselves back. There's a reason for that. It's because I'm working the defense against an emotional spender. So that's why my com my comments of if you take out the loan but you don't change your habits, nothing is going to change. And if you do work on changing your habits, then we'll be able to take the loan from ourselves, pay ourselves back 10 or 13% interest. But if you maintain discipline and we don't have to constantly make up for these situations, then we do get to keep the money we're saving. And then we do have access to the finances. We do have cash built up so that when it comes time for these things to happen, we can do the cash grab, set out a payment plan, and then put it forward into practice. That's the philosophy behind it. If we're going to pay anybody interest, look, MasterCard, Visa, Discover, American Express, they're making billions of dollars a year off people's interest. That's why I call it Moran money. Let's pay Moran people back. Let's pay the interest to ourselves. We want to forgive the loan. We can forgive the loan. But it's about how you discipline yourself to stick to the plan. And that goes for, you know, right now you're in the middle of working with PJ. And after a week's time, you've been consistent on your eating. You've been consistent on your exercise. Even My ass hurts. Yes, it That's does. why I'm wiggling. <laughs> you've been consistent you, on PJ. those things. And you see yourself the payoff because you've been disciplined to follow through. If you do the same with money, it will compensate you just like the hard work you're putting in for your body. I understand what you're saying and I agree with what you're saying. My thought process was simply I didn't want to take from the family to give to myself because we've already invested quite a bit in the writing journey. So I was just trying to find an avenue where I could do something, use my own allowance to pay for it. It wouldn't affect the household finances because it was my finances. And I could just use that for the book stuff without having to screw up anything else. We've got kids that are in their senior year. We've got, we're going to have seniors for the next four years straight. Yeah. Two and three at a time. And then we have, we need another car because the car that we just bought has to go back. Now, so we're in the market for getting another car. We need to have work done on the house. All these other things that we are putting in our savings account to do. And then when we stop, I appreciate it. And I, I'm accepting what you're telling me that well, this is what we're going to do. We're going after the coaching. And I appreciate that. But there is a part of me that feels guilty taking from the savings that is meant for all these other things for me. Well, that's your problem. Because we don't feel guilty for all you do for our family. And we're moving the money around. Instead of getting the carpet replaced this year or next year, let's get the carpet cleaned. We're not going to... Look, carpet we replace this year or next year in four years is going to be moranified. It's going to have to happen again. Which are the things I'm trying to explain to you. We're just swapping time frames. That's all we're doing. The carpet is the carpet. The carpet is going to have Kirsten. 
the carpet is going to lose. <laughs> no matter how you look at it, the carpet loses. But you don't lose. Because instead of paying five grand for carpet, we may pay 750 bucks to have it steam cleaned and put the life back into it. And then we'll find a vacuum that actually works that will help us maintain it. But the carpet in itself has 11 humans, one of those being Kirsten, and four dogs. It is not going to win. I know. I understand all that. I'm not, I'm not negating any of that. We were talking about the front yard. We were talking about painting. We were talking about carpet. We were talking about the, the studio. These were the things that we were discussing. I'm not opposed to waiting on them. I just felt bad. I can't explain why. Yeah. I don't know where that came from. But whatever it came from, dude, it hit it hit hard. I could see I could see at least some insight to where it has come from. Now when you're talking about taking out a loan for a project, that's a higher risk because you don't have a tangible asset. You talk about taking out a loan for a car, there's a physical asset behind that that has physical value. Mm -hmm. When you're talking about a house, you take out a loan for a house, I mean, heck, unless you have money in the bank to pay for it, you have a tangible asset that if you're fortunate, appreciates, and you get in trouble, you can take it, you can sell it, make your money back and a little bit more. We're talking about making the studio. It's a tangible asset that you have some, it has some holding value. The project we're gonna take a loan out for, if you did that, only has value to us. There's nothing you can take. Well, yes and no, because the tangible asset would be the books being completed. True, but then you're on a timeline to be able to have to get that done, and you struggle because of life. So there's more against, there's more coming against that loan and the book than there is the car in the house or a tangible asset that you have. Now, maybe that puts more pressure on you, but you don't, you don't need more pressure right now. What you need is a highway to thrive. And that's why t taking out the loan, if we still do it the same way, after you know the, this process for refi goes through, we get rid of the mortgage payment, yakety, I mean the, uh, the PMI, whatever, okay? We could still take the loan out and you can still make payments back and you can pay 13% or 10% or 5% or whatever. But now if you have to miss a payment, God forbid, it's not to a bank, it's to us. And we've already made provision for that. So you're not putting yourself in a hostile situation with a billion dollar organization. You're not, it's, it's us. And that is more, that is, there's a lot less pressure there. It doesn't seem like it in the beginning, but you just said yourself, the bill collector situation, they're terrible. We're going through it with medical bills right now. It's terrible. They talk to you like you're a second class citizen. But there's, okay, so this is, again, this is how I think. And Take we, it. Go for it. Whatever you got. If I miss a payment on a bank and they call me, I have the choice not to answer the phone call. If I miss a payment to the Morans, I feel like crap because... I'm screwing my family. But think about it. The reason <clears throat> you would miss a payment is because that month somebody has to get shoes. It's still being paid into the Moran family. I, I get that, but it doesn't, it does not connect that way. I get it. I understand it. It does not connect that way because I still feel like I'm shorting the family. And that's 
another guilt trip because you're already putting into me and now I'm shorting you. Yeah. Well, that is not how I see it. I know. That's what I said. You don't think like me. No, I don't. And with that being said, that's where the, you know, like I say, I can, I could sort of loosen the grip a little bit, but I look forward and say, we want to build a house in Idaho or Texas or Tennessee, whatever the Mm -hmm. case is. Having the information of what it's going to take to do that, I have, it's like the four-year plan. We're making adjustments now for four years. That's what I'm doing when we're talking about the future. That's why I get so stupid about some of these situations. Because if we plan for it, we remain disciplined, it will pay off. And we will have the things that we say we want to have. Now, this book pays off. When it does, we're going to have more of this stuff called money which is going to be great for you. It's going to be your money. And you're going to feel great about it. <laughs> it's, it you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like it, it makes, it doesn't buy happiness, but it sure facilitates a hell of a lot of it. Because when you don't have to struggle over where's the money going to come from to build this home? Where's the money going to come from for these shoes? What are we going to do about the pants? We got to get brakes. We need ink for the printer. Yap, 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 yap. The whole philosophy that I'm putting out is so that we are taken care of if, if, and when surprises come up. That's why I pay us out of our money. I pay us because we're working hard for the family. So we deserve a tangible earning for what we do. And that's why I make um, all the little moves for what we move to the savings account, whether it's for hockey or homeowners insurance or home protection or annual Amazon or whatever it is. I'm trying to make provisions so that the future that you are envisioning comes to pass so that the things that you want for your grandchildren and your grandchildren's grandchildren become a reality. Because otherwise, if we don't, the perfect example is the four-year plan that you girls came up with to start earning more money. That way I can make those we as a group can make those provisions and when it comes time it may not be perfect but we'll have the means that we need and we won't be short and then we won't have to depend on certain other things or people to get that done because we will have made that ourselves. guys how would you like the opportunity to have a zoom meeting with me, the Q-Dog, and my wife, Jeannie. That's right. A 30-minute Zoom meeting you can have if you go over to manversusmarriagepodcast.com, become a subscriber. That will enter your name in for a chance to win this exciting contest. Now listen, if you got a homeboy who listens, or maybe he doesn't listen, send him over to manversusmarriagepodcast.com, have him become a subscriber, and that will enter him to win. Then he sends me an email at coach at manversusmarriagepodcast.com. And guess what? That will enter you another time. There is no limit to how many times you can be entered. So go there now to manversusmarriagepodcast.com. Become a subscriber. Have your friends do the same and alert me via email. And you could win the MVSM meet and greet via Zoom with Quincy and Jeannie from Man Vs. Marriage, the podcast. That's right. I'll see you there. Go get it done.
Don't be a slacker. Get to work. Q-Dog is out. And that's why I'm so protective of it. Like I'm protective of my health and I'm so rigid about what I'm eating and, you know, what goes into my body, et cetera. Um, because it all matters to me. And when, you know, and maybe I'm too overbearing. I won't say I'm not. But when these things are happening and then the cycle comes back where it's like, well, now we have to take all of this to go make up for that. It feels like, you know how it feels to, to feel unappreciated. You know that already. Mm -hmm. That's where it is. It just sends me into the pit of despair because I feel like all these efforts for our future, I feel grossly unappreciated for it. And that just adds to the guilt that I'm taking from the family. Well, <laughs> but when you plan for it, you're not taking from the family. It's about the plan and then executing that plan. So the money that we're going to take and put into this situation, it's shifting something. And the carpet is not a deal breaker. The front yard, it's going to cost probably a thousand bucks. We hope. We'll have that because of the moves that I made for us. The, the constant moves that I'm making, we'll have that. So the front yard will be taken care of. We won't look like white trash anymore. That'd be good. I will appreciate that. Because when I walk home to my house right now, you see what I see. Yeah. And I want to see something different. A dead yard. Yeah. So we'll have that. And when we take the money and move it for the coaching and the book and, you know, this, that, and the other thing, it is a plan. And our plan will pay off. It's an investment in you. You're not taking anything away. We are investing in you. And when you invest in something, there comes a time where it pays off. And you are well worth the investment. I mean, you are well worth the investment for what we're doing as a family. That's the way I look at it. I look at it as you're not taking, we're investing. And I would rather invest in you than MasterCard or Visa. And I have plenty of MasterCards and Visas. But I want the payoff to be for Moran money. I don't want it to be off for, you know, MasterCard or Visa. That's where I stand. I get it. That's why I didn't do nothing about the loan. And also because we're refining out of mortgage insurance. <laughs> no, it didn't have anything to do with the refi. I wasn't going to do anything until the refi was done anyway. But I was just trying to find a way to help. I thought it was a way to help. Yeah, and, and I love your heart for that, and I see your heart, and I know I know your heart. And generally when the tears start, Quisa Moran just, you know, it's hard, it's hard when the tears are happening, but I knew I had to stay the course there um, because my perspective is, is a little bit different. I'm not saying it's perfectly right mm -hmm. for where you are, but it's a little bit different, and I just wanted us to to keep working through this until maybe you can see what I'm seeing right, wrong or indifferent. I, it's not that I wanted it my way. I just knew that we are, we're going to invest in you as a family and you deserve it because you've worked so hard for us. I just got to figure out why I take the guilt side of it. 
I gotta figure out where that comes from. Yeah. That's all. I'm good. I'm good. Okay. No rubbing on camera. Uh, that's off camera. Can't see it. Like they can't see you reaching over to grab my ass. Yes, they can. Boogity boogity boogie. Let's go grabbing, boys. <clears throat> okay. Well, I mean, uh, we thought there were going to be more areas where we suck that we were going to talk about that i think is our biggest one we still have issues with some of our communication but we're working through those um i think a lot of stuff right now has just been falling into a rut and falling into routine and not recognizing it that's that's one that we really struggle with is we have a tendency to when life starts kind of handing us and dictating to us Sorry, y'all. I gotta wipe my eyes. I hate crying. So, um, <clears throat> cough gotta, button. Gosh, I gotta get a cough button. We have come to a place where we get back into routine because life just keeps happening. Stress keeps happening. Job crap keeps happening. The kids' school schedules suddenly. You know, one minute we know it, the next minute we don't know it. They're home. They're not home. Yeah. Um. But we fall into these routines where you and I kind of put us at the back or date night becomes a movie on the TV rather than a movie in the theater. Yeah. And um, that's one that we we just don't seem to catch it until it's been happening for a while. And then we're finally it's like, what the hell are we doing? Well, I think we're more keen to it now because if we go back to the podcast for three years, it's always in the busy season of my work. We catch happen. it, but we don't catch it fast. It's like we know the busy season's coming. I guess what we need to start doing is game planning for the busy season. Yes. So that now we know this is coming. These changes are coming. So rather than hit a crater, you know, this is not a speed bump. Rita would call these craters because we just drop off in the middle of it. And by the time we figure it out, we're trying to reach the top again. But I think that's what we need to do is maybe game plan. May. We know that this is coming. <laughs> yeah. Let's so write it down. we need to readjust. Game plan. You know. Busy. Lord have my... Honey, oh, we're up. on video. Yeah. I have never screwed up on video. Go back to video one <laughs> and um, let me know how that goes. Yeah, go to Ashley, 1A. Ashley, please don't edit that. Go to 1A because... Uh-huh. Uh, I screwed up in 1B as well. But in 1A, I really, fail. I really did a freaking humdinger. <laughs> Let's see, but I think, plan. I mean, even like we were discussing earlier today, we have some changes coming. We know that it's going to affect our date night. We know that it's going to affect, because normally we have a set date night. So we had to come to a renegotiation. Okay, well, if I know ahead of time that we need to renegotiate, a date night's going to be at a different time, but we are going to have a date night each week. Yeah. I can do that. That, that doesn't set me into speed bump. As long as I know it's coming, I can prepare for that. But then we need to start getting out of our bubble of spending date night in our room. COVID kind of locked us into this habit. And now that we can kind of go out a little more and experience life again, we need to start doing that. We need to start getting back to our getaways. And I agree. You know, we, we need to go back to what works for us, not yeah. what's acceptable. Yeah. I don't want to be content. I want to be happy. Yeah. And, and I want that too. And society has determined some of those things and, you know, it really pisses you off when you're trying to um, do things that really enhance and build your relationship. And there are just sometimes when things get in the way. Now, look, we're not going to have a, you know, multi-thousand dollar a year vacation either. 
every single year. No, I think we've managed to do that with, well, the previous year it was because someone gifted it to us. Yeah. This year it was because this was a family thing that we really, we worked hard to make sure that, that could happen. Absolutely. But we had a year to plan. Yeah. You know, we, hey, there's that plan thing. Shut up. Okay. Um, previously, I don't think we've done a trip like that since 17, right? 2016, we did the trip around the country. So, I mean, that's five, six years ago. And now here we are again. We did one now, but now because they're like, well, let's do that again. It's like, yeah, we'll see you in six years. You know, when y'all come home for Christmas, maybe we'll, we'll figure it out when you're in college. But, um, I don't know. I just, I think those are some of the things that we, we get hung up on is, is letting life dictate and put us back into routines we we have enough tools by now. We should be able to catch this before it becomes an issue. Yeah, I agree. And we will. And the whole timing thing. Yeah. <laughs> Rules of engagement are great. Just timing sucked. Yeah, sometimes. Because this was a whole lot easier conversation than the one we had the other night. This was an actual conversation. The other night it was not a conversation. It was um, very warm. <laughs> well, we might not have been able to have this conversation had we not had the, the first one. So those are necessary. You know, you got to give each other a chance to just suck. I made a really pretty painting that night, though. So, I mean, hey, it worked for something, right? Yeah. Speaking of, um, whenever your Etsy comes out, we'll just throw it out on the podcast because it's our podcast. And uh, people might want to buy. I was telling producer Ashley earlier, I don't know how much it costs to ship stuff to Zimbabwe. But hopefully we find out. Mm. Um, I, I appreciate you being so open in this podcast because I didn't know it's unscripted. I didn't know how deep we were going to go into it. You just jumped right in and hit the gas. And it was in no way was it in, uh, intended to make you or I look like idiots because we're not. Um, you know, it, it goes along with a podcast that's coming out soon, how your past can anchor you. You can just be anchored by things in your past and never have moved. Yeah, I, I'm still trying to figure out where the emotional spending came from. Yeah. Because when I was younger, I hated for my grandmother to spend money on me. And that was that's how she showed her affection. And it used to drive me crazy because I felt like everybody was using her. So I didn't want stuff. Yeah. So somewhere along the line that shifted and I don't understand how or why, but we'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. We're, the other we're actually place... going to be diving into that at some point. We have a series planned for that. I just haven't done the research yet, obviously. Well, we so... both, you know, I'm, I appreciate you taking over this this round of this the sex uh, experience as far as the the podcast goes. Um, and all time, you know, in times past, I'm the one that's come up with the shows, but it was nice to have you take the lead and to see what your perspective was, and I believe it really helped the guys on the podcast getting the woman's perspective when it comes to sex. It, it obviously the downloads agreed with that too. Um, I think it's just cause y'all like to hear about sex. Well, so do y'all. Well, yeah, duh. I was going to say, cause look at the books you write and you read, you read. Look at the groups I talk to. Where do you think yeah. I get my material from? Hello? Lord have mercy. I'll stay out of that one, but this <laughs> is a big eye opener to me too, is that the fourth year of this podcast is we're not coming back with the same thing of us getting stuck in the routine. We're, we're not going to make the mistake again. We're going to, we're going to get on the front side of it in May. And then we're going to go through June, July, August, September, October. And we're going to maintain our vigilance and loving each other and not getting stuck in a routine. 
So I'm glad you said that. And uh, I don't know why we didn't figure it out sooner. That's probably because I'm an avid dope. And uh, I, I just didn't just come around fast enough. we had a lot on our plate and we weren't paying attention. Yeah. We're, we're really good, unfortunately. At, we're good. So we'll just put it on the back burner for now. We're good. But this fire that's sitting in front of us has to be handled right now. Yeah. And then these nine people who need my attention have to be handled right now. Ten. Because uh, there's me. Well, I wasn't counting you because you and I are back here. We're okay. We're good. Yeah. But, you know, and then we start slowly pushing ourselves back. I mean, just in the conversation with PJ, I had to go back to do um, a one-on-one training with her. And normally, I have my routine. We've already done this before. It's We're going back to our 12-week um, hard grind. But I had to go back and have her change some things because I have an injury. And I'm tired of paying my chiropractor. So we went and we redid the entire workout. I hurt more from that workout. And there was hardly any weight in it. It was just <laughs> the change in how we did things. That's PJ. But the injury itself doesn't hurt. Yeah. But I had to go back. I, I, talking to her, it's like, dude, I've been off my game for six weeks straight. Looking back and she just kind of smiles. And it's like, mm-hmm. You know, duh. She knows. She can tell. I've put on five pounds in those six weeks. I know it. She knows it. The wedding, I I got to where I needed to be for the wedding to look good in my dress. That was my goal. You look marvelous in that dress, by the way. Thank you much. So this time coming back, I had to go, I, I had to get myself in the position again to flip the switch and go, okay, I've put myself off enough. Now, I didn't go completely off the rails to where, you know, I, I screwed everything up. I was always conscious of staying within a certain realm of, I can get away with this, but that's as far as I can go. Mm-hmm. And I knew I was putting on the weight. I knew what I was doing to myself, but I was more trying to maintain my mental because it's very easy for me to slide down that depression slope. And it is a really thin line right now because like I told you the other day, we're standing on the end of a cliff. We can be content or we can jump and see what's on the other side. We're all for jumping, but my anxiety is not for jumping. Yeah. And that throws me back down a hole of depression if I don't catch it fast enough. So going with PJ, I was like, I just need you to make sure I don't have to quit. I don't care how we work around the injury. I don't care how little or how much I can do. Just promise me I don't have to quit. That's not a word in her vocabulary. So that was a no-brainer. BJ's like, we will figure it out. It was a word in her vocabulary with me. Quit being so stubborn. Well. But she, I mean. Look, dude, you're the only person I know who got the salsa talk. So I've never (laughs) had a career talk. I've never had a salsa talk. I'm knock on wood so far. I've been, and she's chewed my ass for a lot. Yeah. But well, she is obviously the best at what she does. And I, I'm convinced that she has an Iron Man like bulb behind her eyes. And when we come in, she scans us and says, Oh, I know exactly what's going on here. Yeah, that or she's got somebody videotaping and we just don't know it. I hope not. Maybe so. She knows a lot of people. Right. I'll switch you some training for this. Anyway, I I had to get in the mindset of of putting me first again because we hadn't. We just let life kind of kick us in the balls again and determine what we were or weren't going to do. And I let my emotions get the best of me. So it's not just an us thing. It's an all around. 
I mean, look at you, COVID knocked you on your ass and now you're coming back and trying to work out. And just yesterday, I can't lift this right now. And it pissed you off because you should be able to do that. That's your norm. What I do. (laughs) You went and you hung and you waited for a few minutes and then you came back and you did it anyway. Yeah. But it takes us having that, that mental moment to go, why, why did I let myself get here? Why am I here? What caused me to get here? Why did I allow me to? It's not what put me here. I allowed myself to get here. I allowed us to put us on the back burner. I allowed us to let life get too busy. What the hell were we doing? Yeah. That's not us. That's not what we agreed to. Good, better, best. We're not going back to good, dude. We we made a deal. I agree. So it's just catching those things and and moving forward and knowing where you suck and when you need help. (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, I think that's a good place to close it out. Um, it was a pretty, it was a pretty intense, you know, situation there for a few minutes, but I'm glad we worked through it. Um, I only cried for 10 seconds. We're good. And I just got to tell you, we, uh, we promised, you know, when we started doing this podcast together, because we had Coach Reed in the beginning, that we would put ourselves out there. And uh, obviously, none of what you saw was rehearsed. It's all authentic because we want you to learn from our journey and us having an impact on the quality of your relationship matters. Um, so go do something with it. All right. Anything else? You know. Yeah, I think I said that in the beginning, but I'll go ahead and say it again. If you want to email us, do it. The email is genie at mvsmpodcast.com, and I'll spell it out and we'll put it in the show notes. Uh, J-E-A-N-N-E, and then Quincy, Q-U-I-N-C-Y, at mvsmpodcast.com. Now, go to manversusmarriagepodcast.com, become a subscriber, You know now a book is coming and you want to be on the front side of that book. So make sure, um, I'm sure we'll be doing some raffles and some contests. We still have the contest going on that you can win a 30-minute Zoom with Jeannie and I. There's only a limited amount of time left, so get in where you fit in. Manversusmarriagepodcast.com and become a subscriber. That will enter you for your chance to win. So go out there. Get it done for producer Ashley, for my lovely wife, Jeannie Moran. I'm the cute dog, and this is Man Versus Marriage. Podcast. How good do you want your life to be? You gotta live on purpose for a purpose. It's truly about becoming the best version of yourself that's possible. This is Man vs. Mary, the podcast.